0: Um, today, I um, want, us, want us to focus on the topic of repentance. And so, uh, I've titled the message, Repentance, Recovery, and Restoration. You and I are aware that the Gospels begin with Jesus. First of all, with John the Baptist and later on, Jesus preaching uh, the message of repentance. Jesus said, repent. In Matthew four seventeen, he said, the kingdom of heaven is near. So repent. Because the kingdom is here. So repentance is important for us in order to experience, to encounter, to step in uh, the kingdom of God. Repentance brings us to a place where we can believe. It brings us to that place where we can believe. And secondly, repentance positions us to receive, encounter and experience the kingdom of God. And that is an ongoing thing. As believers, we are to continue believing. And so repentance has a place for us. And uh, uh, as believers, we want to encounter more and more and experience more and more of the kingdom of God. And so repentance has a place uh, even in that, uh, in that respect, that it enables us to experience encounter more and more of the kingdom of God. So what does repent mean in the Bible? What does it really mean to repent? The word repent in the Greek simply means to think differently or uh, to change one's way of thinking, to change one's mind for the better. Let's take this forward and, and then talk about repentance, grace, and forgiveness. Repentance is an important part of the believer's transformation into Christ likeness. It's an ongoing thing. It happens over and over and over again. Why? That's renewing of the mind. And part of the renewing of the mind is for you and me to recognize that certain things, the way I'm thinking is wrong. I need to get it aligned to the way God thinks. I need to start thinking God's thoughts about this matter. And every time you make that decision, what you're really doing is you're repenting. Repentance is necessary to stay in continued fellowship with God. That's what John is pointing out in 1 John chapter 1. Repentance is necessary for us to stay in continued fellowship with God. If I do something wrong, I need to confess, and the blood of Jesus Christ God's Son cleanses me from all sin, then I have fellowship with God. I walk in that intimacy, that closeness, that right relationship with God. So this brings us to that important question does repentance have a place in the life of the believer i want to just point to certain biblical examples a few of them where uh, that that point to us without a shadow of a doubt that repentance does have a place in the life of the believer take simon the former sorcerer uh, for example in acts chapter 8 he heard the gospel preached when Philip came to Samaria uh, he repented of all that he did he got baptized and he was there you know uh, seeing what was happening With Peter and John had come and they were praying for the believers to be baptized in the Holy Ghost and there Simon offered money for the Holy Spirit and Peter rebukes him and says repent of the sin what leads a person to repentance what brings a person to the to a place of repentance. Number one, we see in scripture that the goodness of God leads a person to repentance. Number two, we see that the works and the miracles and encounter with the supernatural power of God often leads people to repentance. Thirdly, the Bible says godly sorrow leads to repentance. And lastly, we see in 2 Timothy chapter two, verses 24 and 26 that God grants repentance the process of repentance here when Paul has uh, corrected the Corinthian church this is what they went through first of all there was diligence that they became very serious about the matter second there was clearing of themselves they, they were eager to do what is right thirdly there was indignation there was displeasure uh, and wrath against sin Fourthly, there was fear. That means they were alarmed by by what they were tolerating. They were shocked that they were actually tolerating that in their midst. Um, Fifthly, there was vehement desire. That means there was a holy longing, a seriousness of purpose. Uh, Sixthly, there was zeal. There was a passion for God. There was a godly devotion aroused in them. Seventhly, there was vindication. They were ready to, you know bring justice, to punish what was do- what the wrongdoing. And eighthly, they proved themselves clear. That means they desired to clean things up and be without blame. Repentance is so important in the life of the believer that if we do not repent, that means if we are not keeping a very a gentle heart towards God in this matter, it's, it's very possible that we could be led astray. When we are unrepentant, it leads us to self-deception. And that's the worst kind of deception. When you're self-deceived, you don't even know you're deceived. Why? How did people get there? Because they're unrepentant of small things. Something goes wrong and the Holy Spirit corrects them. They don't listen. Something goes wrong, the Holy Spirit corrects them. Or or somebody speaks in their life. They don't want to listen. And sooner or later, they come into this place where they are self-deceived. And that is so dangerous.